Previously on Adventure They Wrote. Do I recognize any of the scallywags? No, these are very run-of-the-mill scallywags. Okay. <laughs> these are the kinds of scallywags you would get in bulk at Costco. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> do I get a surprise round on him? Yeah, you do. I would like to fire at him. I am aiming for his shoulder. The first dagger, I would like to aim for his other shoulder. That is a 20. (laughs) A 20 hits. I'm going to go ahead and uh, stab at one of the thugs with my sword cane. I'm going to hit armor class 17. That'll definitely hit. Now, you guys probably didn't hear this as the door was screeching, but Dorian made a very similar (laughs) noise at that time. (laughs) (laughs) And as he was screaming, he's turning himself into a giant spider. The Countess is straightening out her hat, and she looks over at the drow and says, Oh, I see. It's the one who got away. A flash of light streaks out towards him, and she's going to cast Guiding Bolt. That is... A natural 20. So that's 45 damage. Okay. (laughs) And that's radiant damage if it matters. It it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't matter. What happens is your guiding bolt punches through his head. Goo. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's definitely goo. So... Roll a persuasion check. (laughs) That's a four. (laughs) (laughs) Who is he? And why are you working for him? I don't know what his real name is. We just called him Knock. They call it the Port of Shadows. It's a haven for the downtrodden, the miscreants, the people that I used to be like. Down here, underneath the city of Waterdeep and outside the eye of the City Watch, all sorts of plots start to thicken. There are too many dark corners down here in Undermountain, and hopefully, we won't turn down the wrong ones. So yeah, they call it the Port of Shadows, but to the denizens who operate here, it's just Skullport. So you all find yourselves in uh, Skullport. This is the city inside of the Undermountain. So it's a it's a city in a huge cavern um, inside this mountain, and there's a you know an inner ocean. And uh, you all know that this is a very seedy kind of uh, nefarious place. This is where uh, all the crime in Waterdeep that has sort of bubbled up in these criminal organizations uh, started here. Um, This is the epicenter of the organized crime in Waterdeep. Uh, You've emerged from this cavern in the cave wall behind you and you find yourselves standing in what looks like the backyard of kind of a big building, a a big wooden structure. Uh, And along the left, there is an alleyway that leads out to what appears to be a uh, somewhat busy street. Fletch, um, do either Celine or Max, do we recognize where we are right now? Yeah, you you would understand that uh, based on what you are seeing, um, you are in the Venter section of Skullport. I think the Countess will emerge from, from that corridor that we came from and just sort of stare at the back of this building and say, well, that, this is rather a disappointment. 
Oh yeah, the the countess would be colossally disappointed. This is this is the nicest area of Skullport, um, which isn't saying a ton, right? But you don't hear like the screams of the assaulted or uh, you know any any murders or robberies happening around you. Um, this is almost it's like the the. Uh, the part of the neighborhood that you don't really want to go to, but if there's a great pizza place, you'll make the trip. <laughs> or pie place. Or pie place, tacos, whatever it is. There's If there's a great restaurant there, you'll do it. But as it stands, like you're not going there for so-so, and, and you don't want to drive through it if you can avoid it. Gilly uh, emerges from the corridor uh, and looks around a little bit and kind of, in response to what the Countess says, uh, just kind of sniffs the air and says, well, apart from that, you know, smell, it's not too bad. I, 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 I like it. It's all right. Yeah, Gilly, Gilly would actually feel probably pretty at home in the venter. You know, it's a little rough and tumble, uh, just enough to keep you on your toes. I don't suppose any of you know where we might be. Uh, Fletch, do we see any uh, markings or location? Like, are there any signs in Skullport? Uh, there definitely are signs, but you, you're you sort of uh, kind of recessed in the back. You would have to go out to the main street to see where you are. But if you roll a perception check, we can kind of figure out what you're hearing and what Gilly is smelling that might indicate um, where you are uh, based on your, your somewhat limited knowledge of Skullport. So I take it all of us get to roll that check, Fletch? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, not 20. <laughs> The only one, the only one of the session. Yeah. Starting strong, ending with a whimper. I got a five. Oh, no. Celine got an eight. He said investigation, right? Yeah. 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 I heard perception. Oh, okay. Yeah, perception. Oh, sorry. A nine. Okay. Gilly got a 12. Excellent. Celine, what did you get? Celine got an eight. Awesome. Okay. So uh, everyone except um, Max, you guys, uh, you are sort of hearing the sounds of a city, uh, of what a a normal city would sound like, a little bit of chatter happening from the streets, Um, but nothing too, you maybe smell like the, the smells of cooking food. Um, but Max, you you get the strong impression that you're standing behind a tavern. Um, you're hearing a lot of boisterous talk from inside the building. Um, you can smell, uh, you know, roasting uh, meat from inside, and uh, the smell of whatever ale smells like when you've had too much of it and throw a bunch up in the yard behind the tavern. Is that what Gilly is smelling? <laughs> Vomit. Probably what Gilly is smelling too. Yeah, yeah, it smells fine to me. <laughs> is Doran still a big spider? No, no, Doran stopped being a big spider okay. after walking through. Just making through. sure. He's just looking around like it's not all murder. It's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's less goo. <laughs> it's not as bad as I expected. I think the, the Countess is actually more horrified by the vomit than she was. Oh, yeah, blood. sure. <laughs> absolutely. She's like checking the bottoms of her shoes. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And the Countess is still in the Pirates of the Penzance. Yes. 
Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not uh, an illusion. She's oh, actually that's right. Wearing, you actually wear, like, you're wearing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because she was going. She was thinking that um, if she needed to um, pretend to be um, a drow, she would. Um, she would stay in costume, but just sort of disguise um, her features. Right. Right. I'm also imagining that she hasn't gone too deep with the costumes. So like. She's got the Pirates of Penzance, but she's also wearing very nice shoes. Yes. <laughs> like in a movie when an assassin is pretending to be a nurse, but they're wearing sneakers or loafers or yeah. something. They're heeled boots, like, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> yes, perfect. Celine is going to step out and look around as well a little bit and go, hmm. Yeah, Gilly, it, it smells like my Friday nights. Well, you know... <laughs> There's no accounting for taste, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, hey, oh, uh, you know, uh, I brought a couple of these along. Does anybody want one? And I, uh, Gilly will go ahead and uh, pull out of his pack um, a uh, voluminous sort of uh, uh, robe or cape or cloak. I guess it's a cloak because it's got a hood on it. It's hooded. Um, and uh, when he throws it on, uh, it looks kind of tattered and worn. Um, but he kind of pulls the hood back a little bit, you know, showing off his face and smiling at all, all of you and saying, look now, guys, uh, I'm a dark creeper, so I'm fitting in perfectly around here. I love this. Hey, now, <laughs> let's not throw stones. Are all the are all the robes halfling size? Perfect. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, <laughs> I, please, please. I, I mean, you think they'd fit a gnome real nice. <laughs> or a goblin, maybe. I'm in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Team Small is all set. Dorian will reach out and grab one. <laughs> team Small. Team Small gets... <laughs> I want Celine to put one on just so that she can try to get it over her horns and, like, struggle between the fact that it's so tiny. <laughs> I, I think for Celine, it'd probably be more like a shawl or scarf. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the way that you'd be, be able to wear it. Yes. I love it. The Countess is starting to tiptoe her way to the alley, just trying to avoid the vomit and not being in the presence of vomit. Yeah. And Max will walk around front and see if we can figure out which tavern this is. Yeah. As soon as you enter the street, um, and it's a it's a pretty well-lit street. There you know, are, are lanterns along the, the road with sort of these glowing bioluminescent things inside of them. Um, and the the tavern that you were behind uh, has a, a picture on the sign of a pickaxe uh, behind a lantern uh, and scrawled underneath in, you know, pretty decent lettering is pick and lantern. And outside of it, kind of leaning up against the wall is a dwarf with a, a pretty ratty beard. Um and uh, kind of tattered clothes, uh, sort of leaning up against the wall and just kind of observing people as they walk by. Does he notice the group? Yeah, he gives you like a little bit of a side eye, uh, and he seems sort of his his. Uh, he doesn't seem super sober. He's kind of waving a little bit, and. Um, uh, yeah, he's not looking directly at you, but he definitely noticed you as you emerged from the alley. Max will give him a nod. Hey, friend. He nods back. Uh, you can see as you're as you're getting closer, he's chewing on something in his mouth, and he spits out this wad of kind of like brown, murky liquid onto the street. The Countess lets out an audible noise of disgust. 
What's uh, what, what's good in the tavern? He has a, a mass of something in his mouth that he's chewing on, and he sort of shifts it over to the other side of his mouth. <laughs> um, and he says, uh, mutton's not bad. Cool. <laughs> shall, we, uh, shall we go inside the tavern? Yes, let's. Yeah, it sounds good. I, you know, I could use a drink. Me too. I need some more whiskey. Yeah. So you enter the tavern... Um, and the interior of the tavern is uh, kind of a sight to behold. Um, there are uh, uh, maps all over the wall and, and sort of messages and things scrawled um, across basically any surface on which the that someone could write something down on. Uh, there's something written or a map <clears throat> of, you know, what looks like tunnels, that kind of thing. Uh, basically everywhere. Max will lead the group up to the bar. And uh, toss a gold, and uh, say a uh, round of uh, whatever whatever's good for my uh, for my compatriots here. The bartender is another dwarf, um, and he he snatches up the gold coin, and he he bites down on it, and he checks it, and he he shoves it in a pocket, um, and then he goes to pour a round of uh, uh, mugs from a great big barrel that he's got behind the the bar. Um, and it does not smell good. Any, um, any hard alcohol back there? Anything, uh, distilled? Um, he, yeah, he reaches back behind the, the, the bar without really saying anything, and he lifts up a bottle that has sort of like a, a whiskey-colored water in it and something swimming around in it. Oh. A water for me, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Doran will eye that thing very suspiciously. Doran, it eyes you back. Oh, Something's just going to go dibs on the first one. You know what? I- I'll just have my own water. <laughs> and he'll just drink out of his canteen. <laughs> the, the Countess will, will pick up a glass, but she's not going to drink from it directly. Wise, wise decision. Celine's going to take one and stir it with her somewhat gooey tail a little bit and then start sipping it with the, whatever that thing is inside. You want the, the distilled liquid? Whatever the... Yes. So he, he, he pours it out into a glass. The thing doesn't come out into the glass. It stays in the bottle. Oh, bummer. Uh, it like tries to... It, it, it <laughs> swims away from the opening of the bottle as the guy pours it out. Okay. And then when he, he puts it back and uh, the creature stays in there. The, the countess wants to tap on the glass and sort of like investigate what the creature is. It looks like some sort of weird eel but it's got kind of horns all around its head and uh, two, uh, like, black eyes. Mmm, sounds tasty. Not black eyes as in it it has been punched and now has black eyes. Black eyes, like, the color of the eyes are black. Mm -hmm. Yes. Clarification. Well, isn't that adorable? So Max is going to look at the bartender and take a long pull from the mug of whatever it is that he served us and uh, put it down and then ask so um, if uh, if we were looking to find some drow friends of ours any idea of uh, where we might look okay we'll address the long pole first so roll a constitution check with advantage with advantage you're a goblin you've been around the seedier sides you've probably had something brewed in a bathtub so uh, is this a save or just a check? Just a check. Uh, 16 on the dice, so 18 total. 
Okay, yeah. So you you weather it, um, but you also maybe feel the urge to like reach over and push a mug away from the countess. <laughs> I, w- I will do so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as for your question, the bartender kind of arches his eye at you. Uh, and he says, uh, what sort of business would you have with the drow now? Uh, I'll put my hand with the, uh, with the signet ring up on it. And I'll say, unfinished business. Ooh. Jason, give yourself inspiration for that. Awesome. I got I got goosebumps. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. That goes in the that goes in the trailer reel. We need a trailer reel for this one. Perfect. Okay, so um he seems very afraid of the ring, but he's also uh sort of intrigued by your um response and the way you kind of handled that. So he says, uh Yeah, I, I know the ones you're looking for. Uh, it might be that they're enjoying some time in the inn here. Wait, they're right here? Gilly exclaims from probably too far away. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, the bartender, uh, he says, well, not right here. Uh, they've got a private room in back. Interesting. Max will kind of look at the group and uh, and then say... Also, um, you know anything about uh, Kalshite and uh, Chulton artifacts? Uh, we're, we're in the market. The bartender uh, spits into a glass and starts kind of wiping it with a rag to clean it. He says, might do. Celine's going to walk up and take the mug that Max took from the Countess and just chug it. <laughs> <laughs> and then pull out her the dagger that they found and be like anything like this uh he spits again into the mug uh, and keeps wiping it with the rag and he says might do the countess huffs and uh pulls out a coin and slides it across the bar (laughs) might or might not he snatches it up and bites on it and then uh, sticks it into his pocket and he says uh Bunch of them uh, Kalashite boys. Uh, seen them down at the scupper den. The the what? <laughs> seen them down at the scupper den. Is that some sort of skullport word for something? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he goes. Uh, he says, "No, the scupper den." Is that some sort of creature? Oh, the scupper den. Scupper den. Is that is that un, is that undercommon? What, what what's going on? No, here? no, my dear, I speak undercommon. Uh, it sounds like gibberish. <laughs> he seems exhausted. Gibberish is that spoken where you're from, Countess? <laughs> <laughs> you're being willfully obtuse, my dear. What what obtuse? <laughs> that's like a that's like some sort of angle thing, right? Oh yes, yes, quite an angle indeed. <laughs> I think he means angel. <laughs> angels? Now, now, how do we get to angels? <laughs> Obtuse is undercommon for charming. Yeah, I know the barkeep. The barkeep is probably his eyes are going back and forth. Like, who's speaking gibberish now, right? <laughs> what are we doing? Who's on first? <laughs> anyway. Yes. What's a scupper den? He, he sighs. He says, the scupper den. Uh, uh, it's a uh, bar down there. Oh, the scupper den. Oh, right. I've been there. Oh, have you? 
<laughs> not quite. Not very rem- memorable. <laughs> it's great. It's not as nice as here. <laughs> not as um, charming and, um, you know, helpful as here. Bartender says, yeah, say that again. Not as charming and helpful as here. <laughs> but this time, Boo, this time Max uh, <laughs> is going to, like, take a silver and just kind of flip it up at the bartender as he says it. Uh, he catches it out of the air. <laughs> uh, does not bite it, just stuffs it down into a pocket and gives you a nod. He says, we done? Uh, I suppose. Uh, any... um. Any idea of how long our uh, drow friends have been in the back? He shrugs. He says, about a bell. Okay, cool. Um, we're going to uh, take our drinks and uh, go find a seat. Uh, thanks for your help. He nods. The Countess is going to, as as they're all, we're all uh, walking um, to our table, uh, she's going to ask, how long exactly is a bell? Uh, about a half an hour. I see. It's a nautical term. That was a pirate for a while. Max kind of motions to her whole Pirates of the Penzance get up. Before Celine leaves, she's going to lean over to the dwarf and say, Hey, could I get that bottle with the, the cute little creature in it? I'd, uh, I'd like to take that with me. How much? <laughs> we want a pet. We're going we're gonna to name an Inky. Hashtag rich backstory. The bartender, he no, he actually looks aghast. He he picks the bottle up and sort of clutches it <laughs> to his chest, and he says, "He's part owner." <laughs> Dorian, as he's getting off his um, bar stool, is going to look up and go, no, "No, we don't need that." <laughs> oh, oh, but I do. <laughs> yeah, the bartender, the bartender looks at you like you're weird, uh, and uh, so does the little creature inside the bottle. She's going to like caress the bottle with her tail a little bit. Well, can I at least get another glass? He pours you another glass about as quickly as he can. Yes, I got out of it for free. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She's going to take her glass and go meet everybody else now. So once we get to our little, our table, our booth or whatever we have, Max will, uh, I, I imagine this, like the way I'm picturing it in my head is there's the tavern and like the one little booth over to the side that uh, that all of the nefarious people use it's got the round table with like the 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 three sides of booth <laughs> and it's just constantly filled with like shadowed figures right, that right. you can never see their faces <laughs> and we're just the latest group of shadowy people but we're all kind of like happy go lucky as we slide into it yeah. <laughs> super obvious uh, we're going to we're going to take the uh, we're going to take the shadow corner for a second yes <laughs> <laughs> all right so max is going to put all the cards on the table Basically, and say, all right, so we have Drow here in this room or in this building, and we have Kalashade boys in the dredge. Who wants to go where? Those Drow are the reason I'm here. I'm going after them. Perfect. Doran will slam his fist on the table gently. His tiny fist. Baby fist, Doran. Thump. <laughs> yeah, all the conversation in the tavern stops, and everyone looks over at this outburst from the gnome. <laughs> oh, uh, go about your business. <laughs> Just waves. They do. Yeah. <laughs> you hear, ah. <laughs> I should very much like to make use of um, of a disguise um, as a drow, especially now that we know a bit more of um, 
who's been in charge and um we did dispatch of of knock the the drow leader there and <laughs> well he he shan't be showing up un- unexpectedly so if i took upon his disguise i think i should be able to um get by a little bit at least how are you with voices hmm, that's a good thought there perhaps perhaps now hear me out um we could say that i was in a bit of an accident um in which I'm no longer capable of speaking. Ooh, we could wrap a bloody rag around your neck. Celine pulls out a rag yes. from her pocket and hands it over. Here you go. <laughs> I imagine the rag already has blood on it, yes. and everyone. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 No, it's totally ready. Why do you have that? Why do I have a piece of flesh in my pocket? I don't know. I need it sometimes. Flesh jerky. <laughs> the, the countess will take it, but she'll also withdraw from her um, uh, from her person uh, a flask and uh, sort of douse the rag with alcohol to, to clean it off. <laughs> probably a wise idea. I don't remember where that blood came from. Oh, at least it's probably drow blood, <laughs> given our history. Might be. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, given your history, probably, but given Celine's <laughs> mental state, who knows? It could be your blood, and you would have no idea. <sighs> Just gathering it for later. You never know what you're going to need. All right, so if the Countess is going to dress up as Nock, who is going to go with her to... to uh check on these drow. Oh, yes. I, I suppose I should need someone who might have assisted Nock um, in getting back here alive. So I can also disguise myself. Um, I'm too short to look like a drow, but I could look like one of the humans. And does anybody have a hat I could borrow? Because I don't have any hats with me. Gilly, maybe? Well, the hats I have aren't probably going to fit your head. You got those horns and stuff? Too small. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fletch, does Celine know anything about the scupper den? So the scupper den is so gross that you ha- you've heard of it, but even you have not felt like this would be a place to go to. Me. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's the only tavern um, in the dredge. And the dredge is like the the way not nice neighborhood. It is the part of, you know, every town that regardless of how good the pizza or tacos are, you are not going to get them. <laughs> okay. Celine will say, I'd be happy to go check out the drow too if you need somebody to speak on your behalf as a human. But I also have the dagger and we could probably use that to get some answers. So I'm up for either opportunity. Max will look over at Gilly. You want to go uh, check out the scupper den? Gilly will just shrug back at Ma- Max and say, Yeah, sure, why not? Let's do that. I'm up for knocking some heads. All right, let's go get in a fight. So it's team tall and a half and team small minus a half. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we're like, one, we're like one now instead of 1.5. Yes. <laughs> Celine's going to look at Gilly and Max. Hey, don't forget to take this. And she'll hand them the dagger to use for some interrogation purposes. Thanks, uh, Celine. Does it do anything special? It does. It has an innate enchantment that activates upon a strike. 
but don't use it, please. I'd like to save it for a special occasion. Well, then what am I supposed to do with it? Just like threaten people with it? If that's the case, I got my fists in it and I got my own cane. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I mean, if you don't want it, I figured you might be able to get some information as to maybe where it came from or where it was going. Uh, oh, I see. You just want me to like, use it as like a, like a, a, a prop. Yes. Okay, that I can do. Yeah, sure. I'll be careful with it, I think. <laughs> Please do. All right. Well, I suppose I, I ought to um, cast this spell somewhere in private or emerge from the shadows as Nock. Celine's going to do the same. Yeah, you get the idea that the, the people in this bar are pointedly not paying attention to anyone else. It's sort of the idea. So you could get away with just casting it in your booth and emerging from the shadows as someone else. No one would notice. <laughs> All right, so um, the Countess will do just that um, and um, <laughs> and look precisely like Nock um, last they saw him prior to his head exploding. Prior to goification. Yes. Uh, Celine is going to take out a cloak to try to hide her horns and will become as close to one of the humans that they found when they were in the scuffle. The scallywags, you mean? The, the discount scallywags. <laughs> Doran will turn into a giant wolf spider. It's a medium-sized spider, and uh, spiders and drow get along really well. Oh, yeah, it's like a little pet. This is a good idea. I like this. Yep. <laughs> For a second, I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Why another spider? He just likes making the noise. Yeah, you explained it really well. <laughs> yeah, it's not as big as a giant spider, so it's not going to freak people out. What the hell's that? Do, do we need to put a leash on, on this spider? <laughs> I think it would be more impressive if you don't have one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, how do you tame a spider? A well-trained spider. Yes. Is there any place that we can get a look at ourselves before we go in, Fletch? Uh... No. Max will just kind of look you up and down and, and give you the nod of approval. All right. So you guys are off to try to find out why these drow were going to assassinate us and to figure out Doran's obsession. Yes. It's not an obsession, but he just kind of waves his arms. and. <laughs> <laughs> Celine also has a little bit of a side quest going on because of that signet ring having the tree on it. She wants to find out a little bit more about that. Oh yeah, In, and uh, so Max will take the, the ring that he has and give it to Celine. So then the Countess will have a ring and I will have a ring? Right. You guys will both have a ring and a, a spider pet. And a spider pet. Spider pet. Spider pet. Does whatever <laughs> a spider pet does. <laughs> Just waves its arms around in the air and clicks. I think this the story should be that um, we were we were assaulted by well us, but we managed to get away. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Excellent. And uh, Gilly and I are going to go head to the scupper den and um, see what we can find out down there. Yeah, we're going to knock heads of those uh, scuppers. Picking up and throwing down. One, two, three, break. I don't. How do how do we do this? <laughs> um, before we split, we should uh, come up with a good meeting point. Um, do we want to meet back here in the tavern or 
Should we meet back at the portal behind the tavern? I think back at the portal is better just so that we don't rustle up any extra trouble. I have a feeling there's a potential for some issues along the way. Yes. Okay, if you guys get into trouble and you need to bounce, like go ahead and uh, head through the portal and we'll meet you back in that little alcove room on the other side. Perhaps we should, um, we could leave a little symbol or something by the door um, to let you know that we've we've gone through. Perfect. I can uh, save some of my tail goo. Or, or you could just carve it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's not as fun, but I suppose so. <laughs> we should also have like a code phrase or something, you know, just in case, you know, you are in disguise or whatever, you know, just to make sure it's really you. Like, like maybe like, um, like I, I'd suggest maybe a Chalton Meat Pies. The safe word is Chalton Meat Pies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. It went, yeah. Safe word. That's what you call it. Doran Spider gives you the coolest spider thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> How common are Chilton meat pies here? Down in Undermountain? Unknown. Yeah. Okay, good. I was going to say, we might need a phrase instead, like, Chilton meat pies are the worst. <laughs> then you would know it's us. No, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I want a t-shirt now of Brad's spider thumbs up. Like, have you... <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be great. All right, well... Let's have a bit of fun. Celine's going to grab a drink off of a table nearby and just take it. And then be like, all right, here we go. Good luck. And you as well. Let's go. There's a hallway um, to the left of the bar that leads back to um, the bathroom. And then you also see three doors uh, that look like they lead to um, private rooms. All right. Do we want to go up to each door and just listen before? I think the Countess is going to message uh, Celine. Choosing. And see if she can ask the barkeep which room. And the Countess will stand um, a little bit back, holding the rag to her throat. Okay. So Celine will walk up to the bartender. Hey there, fellow... uh... Have you seen some drow here recently? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great voice. Yes, I love it. <laughs> yes, yes. Herp de derp so de derp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I work with what I have. It was that or Brooklyn. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, Talia, go ahead and roll a deception check. Okay. That is a 19. The bartender looks at you both. He kind of appraises the situation and then he sort of nods and he goes back to cleaning his spit glass and he says, last door on the right. Thanks, sir. And then she'll walk back to uh, the countess and message back, last door on the right. Let's head out. All right, let's do it. So we head down the corridor and um, the countess is just going to... um open it up as though she's welcome there. And Celine will be just right behind her. And Doran right behind her. Uh, okay, so you get to the door. Roll a perception check. All of us? All The three of you. Okay. Uh, a natural 20, and that makes it 23. Ooh. I got a 2. 19. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're thinking about the voice. Yes. <laughs> I really prepare for this role. <laughs> um, you can hear the sound of raised voices on the other side of the door. Can we make out what they're saying? They're speaking under common. So if if you can understand under common, yes, uh, then you know that they're saying they have to fix this. That it's going to be bad for business, and um, it needs to be done quickly, or there will be hell to pay. All right, so the Countess relays that to the rest of uh, the team. Celine can't speak under common, but being a human, I don't think it's going to be that odd that if we go into the room and she starts speaking in common, that that makes... Man, that'll be awkward if, like, no, we only speak under common, and then the gig's up. Yeah, that's... Uh, so I'm just warning ahead of time, but at least the Countess can yes. tell us what they're saying, because she's still got message for a little while. Well, that's a cantrip, so... I can just keep casting it. Oh, okay. Great. All right, so she cracks the door open. All right. Are you heading in, then? Yes. Okay, so you open the door, you enter the room. The, the private room is almost like a private office. There's a couple... It's it's sort of reminiscent of the Waterdeep Detective Agency office. There's kind of one desk uh, in the back that, uh, you know, someone can use, and then some comfortable seating sort of around that that other people can use. And seated, seated at the desk is uh, a drow, and then around him are seated sort of various other races. Uh, there's a dwarf, there's um, even a wood elf, a couple humans. And as you enter, sort of all of their eyes widen as they see you. And the drow at the desk said he stands up uh, enraged. And he says, you have a lot of nerve showing up here. And then we're just going to cut real quickly to Gilly and Max, who are <laughs> yes. on, just walking down the street on their way to the Scupper Den. The stars of the show. What, uh, what's happening with you guys? What are you guys doing? I wanted to talk to the uh, the dwarf outside of the pick and lantern. Yeah, I'm interested in what he has to say, too. Get some of that rich backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great. Okay, so you, you approach the dwarf outside the pick and lantern. Uh, what do you say? Hey, man. Um, what's what's uh, what's the latest? Uh, <laughs> what's <laughs> the Skullport slang? What, what's new? What's <laughs> new in undercome? Um, he he is still leaning up against the wall. Uh, he rolls his chewing tobacco over the other side of his mouth and and spits another gob of murky brown saliva into the street and he goes uh. Max will look and be like hey so um, we're about to head down to the scupper den any uh, hints recommendations yeah yeah he looks you up and down yeah are, are, dark, are dark creepers welcome there <laughs> <laughs> he assesses both of you and he says he goes tell him Shifty Algram sent you. Is that is that you? Are you Shifty? He says, "Yeah, 
Shifty Algram. Cool. Hey, Shifty Algram. I'm Max. Um, Hi, Mr. Algram. So tell me, um, where are you from? And uh, what brings you to Skullport? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You seem like a really interesting person, and I just want to get to know yeah, you. What, yeah, what's a dwarf, you know, like you doing down here in Skullport? You look like, you, you know, you have a re- regular job and such. Yeah, absolutely. So he answers you, but as he answers you, we're actually going to shift back to Celine and the Countess and uh, Doran, who are in this office, and they've just been accosted by the the various nefarious characters in the office room. Weapons have been drawn, and they're staring you down, and you have uh, a chance to respond. All right, Celine is actually going to kind of like push the Countess to the side a little bit and walk in and be like, Hey, 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 fellas, this is... No need for these charades here. We're, we're coming back to help out. We we want to make sure we fix the problem. He so he he the drow behind the desk looks back and forth from you as if kind of figuring out what's going on, like why you're the one speaking and not uh, knock. And he says, "What are you talking about? He is the problem." No, no, no. You see, we we got jumped by. This goon squad? I don't know what they were, but, like, (laughs) it's not his fault. He got hurt. Can't you see? He can't even talk now. And the Countess is just going to, like, hold the rag up and sort of point. And I think she'll also message uh, Celine and sort of say, perhaps we should take the route of wanting to make amends for whatever it is that Nock has done to these fellows. Celine will message back and agree. The draw behind the desk says it's not his fault that he took a forbidden contract and killed one of the other heads of the families in Waterdeep. Selena's going to message back to the Countess one more time and say, I don't think that's going to work now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Celine will be like, I, uh, I didn't know about that part. And now we're going to cut back to Gilly and Max real quick. You guys have just finished hearing all about Algrim's backstory, how he moved to Waterdeep as a young child and fell down a well and has lived in Undermountain ever since and all of his wondrous adventures in <laughs> Undermountain uh, that have happened over the years and so now you get to decide what you're going to do next. Oh man. I know. I wish there was a podcast about this guy's backstory. That sounds awesome. That sounds great. Yeah, we'll just do a we'll do a whole short rest <laughs> episode just for Shifty Algar. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Yeah, we'll start a, a Thursday supplemental that's just <laughs> Shifty Algrams. Shifty Algrams Adventures. <laughs> Have a shifty day, we'll call it. <laughs> the Adventures of Shifty Algram. Do an AMA. Yeah, just do an AMA with him. Oh my God, <laughs> Where yes, that's Shifty it. Where's Shifty from? <laughs> it's the rich backstory. Yeah, short run. Wait, uh, is, is Shifty Algram like a drover or like a carriage driver or something like that? Oh gosh. Well, okay. So he he explained that the the sh- the shifty monochrome uh, comes from a chronic inner ear infection uh, that affects his balance. That's it. 
He's actually a pretty upright guy. That's good. That's good. <laughs> He's upright except for the inner ear balance thing. Uh, except for the sh- except for the yeah, the balance. It's sort of issues. like a. It's sort of like a little bit. Of, it's like a little ironic, isn't it? I do love good irony. Hey, Shifty, you want to come with us? We're gonna go. <laughs> um, we're gonna. Excellent. We're gonna go check this out, and um, you know. We could always use somebody that's taller than us. <laughs> Shifty. Yeah, we, we got we got a few spare torches here in this pack. <laughs> yes. And you know, we're we're gonna go, we got some Kalashite boys that we gotta find. We got some Chulton artifacts we gotta <laughs> buy. Come on, man, let's go do it. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing that's so great right now? You're holding up a wall. <laughs> oh you guys. Listen, you, you could be like a hireling or something. We'll we'll even pay a stipend. Yeah, we yeah, we got money. Shifty, Shifty, uh, he pulls like a notebook out of his pocket and he opens it up <laughs> and then he kind of, he shrugs. He's like, nah, yeah, okay. And he goes with you. Sweet. All right. Uh, so Shifty, first, you got to put on one of these cloaks. I throw him one of my dark, uh, one of my flea bitten dark creeper cloaks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay, uh, so Shifty Algram heads out with Max and Gilly, uh, <laughs> rounding out their party. Does, does Shifty does Shifty have any weapons on him? Uh, he's got a cudgel. Oh, I love a good cudgel. Okay, all right, good. He, that's that's fine. That, that's all he needs. Does he wear any armor or anything like that? Or no, his his he uh, he seems like a, a pretty standard roustabout kind of guy. Um, yeah, then he's definitely getting torches. What, what what's your uh, what's your AC? Yeah, <laughs> what's your AC? <laughs> Truth be told, I have not rolled up Shifty's character sheet yet, so I'm doing that. Yeah, in the background. Oh man. <laughs> um. So, yeah, uh, I'll make sure to hand him a couple of torches, too, then. Gilly's going to do that. Um, and say, here you go. You're, you're probably in charge of, you know, lighting our way and such. He shrugs again. He seems he seems satisfied with whatever role you're going to give him. Hey, you never really, like, negotiated, like, a you know, a, your fee. Yeah, what's, what's your day rate, man? He shrugs again. I turn and I look over at, I turn and I look over at, uh, at Max and kind of, you know, just kind of put a hand on my mouth and look over and go... I don't know. Maybe this wasn't the right decision. This guy doesn't know much. <laughs> no, no. This is going to be great. Well, you know, he's going to be perfect. That, I say that. I say that. I'm very excited about this. I see new employment opportunities here. <laughs> I say to Max. I say to Max. Yeah, that's why. That's why I handed them the torches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Shifty. Uh, do you know? An Aarakocra <laughs> named Urk. No, but I know his cousin Polly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, uh, worlds collide. Worlds collide. Okay. Yes. Um, so we go back to the group that is not busting my balls. The Countess... Celine and Doran. The, the quote-unquote nice players. The, yeah, yeah, the nice group. Yeah, who are getting treated the worst, mind you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little challenging, a little challenging in here. Yeah. <laughs> the, so the drow, the drow behind the desk says, um, he tells you, we were in the process of writing up a contract on your head right now. 
and it looks like you just saved us some work. My head? What, what did I do? Vice, he's... <laughs> <laughs> It's a simple misunderstanding. Yeah, his eyes widen in a combination of like rage and (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) Just, just not wanting to deal with this anymore. The Countess again is going to message Celine and see uh, see how we can um, maybe turn it around and and say that uh, we we did them a favor by disposing of Grucken. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> Celine will agree back to the Countess. You, uh, you know, we did you a favor with this Grucken man. I, uh, he was just getting in the way anyhow. Celine is gonna reach into her boot with her tail and wrap it around her dagger and start pulling it up behind her cloak. One of the other agents in the room, the wood elf, uh, stands up and he says um, what are you talking about you did us a favor Doran will perform a calming spider dance to calm the drought down hold on yeah. <laughs> it's a, a traditional giant wolf spider dance the drow like the wood elf stands up and he says uh uh, what are you talking about? You did us a favor. If the Luskins find out that the rats were responsible for Grucken's death, it will be an all-out war. I'm, I'm just going to pretend that I'm, I'm still messaging because I can't speak, obviously. Uh, um, so the Countess is going to say to Celine, um, convince them that um, the Luskins won't find out and that we can, we can plant evidence to point it to some other one of our nemeses. Talia, when the Wood Elf says the rats, a bunch of puzzle pieces fall into place for you because you know through years of sort of like seedy existence in Waterdeep and kind of running in the streets and with this circle of of characters um, that they are talking about the plague rats which is the kind of premier assassins guild in Waterdeep and and basically the entire Sword Coast. And if that's true, then the room of people that you're in right now is exceptionally dangerous. Um, And your chance in a fight, the three of you versus, you know, basically a room full of either middle or upper management of the Plague Rats would be a disaster. (laughs) Okay. Selene is going to message back to the Countess. She will do what the Countess said, uh, but we need to get out of there as soon as possible. Agreed. Uh, And then she's going to turn to... And then before that, she's also going to say, these guys are really dangerous. I've heard of them. I know what they do. Then she's going to turn back to the Wood Elf. Hey, uh, we can make sure the Luskins don't find out. I... I saw what those goons that jumped us had, and it was it was a dagger that we can we can frame the Kalashite boys with. We could we can take care of this. Don't worry about it. Interesting. Oh my god, I love it. I love it so much. That's so good, Talia. Uh huh. <laughs> that's like that's like inspiration yeah. worthy. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Go ahead and give yourself inspiration. <laughs> Roll a roll a persuasion check with advantage. All right. 
Aw, charisma. 15. So the, the drow behind the desk sits back down. The rest of the room kind of remains standing. They've got their weapons out, but they're looking to him. And he steeples his fingers over the desk and considers you. And he says, how long have you been with the organization? I uh, started about 18 months ago. He gives you a, uh, a little bit of a nod. And he opens his mouth. And we're going to cut over to Gilly and Max real quick. <laughs> so you guys get to the scupper den and you have walked through filth. Uh, like even even Max is like, ew, like this is not my favorite. The, the um, uh, gosh, that <laughs> the dredge is uh, is is real gross. It's not a very happy place. Good. Good thing we have our cloaks on. And you get to the scupper den just as uh, a half-orc gets thrown through the front window. Um, except it's not a window anymore. It's just a bunch of boards that are over a hole in the wall uh, because the owner and proprietor got sick of replacing the window a long time ago. And so um, he gets hurled through the window and he lands in a big pile at your feet. Um, and... Uh, sort of just lays there, like curls up with an arm under his head and goes to sleep. Max will uh, pat him. Pat, pat, pat. Oh, good half-orc. <laughs> uh, excellent, we're here. I've been waiting to head into this amazing place. <laughs> um, is there anything on, anything obvious on the half-orc that I could uh, pilfer? Oh, great question. Um, no, he is broke. And that is likely the reason that he was thrown through the front window. Uh, worthless. Hey, uh, Shifty, you been here before? Uh, Shifty eyes the, the, the bar, and he says, not exactly my scene. Then why did you tell us to tell them that you sent us? He says, uh, I know the guy that owns it. We must not be very good friends, though. That's all right, though. Oh, nice. All right. Let's, uh, shall we head in and, uh, see what we can find? Not supporting his business and such. Uh, he shrugs. All right. Let's go inside. Let's take a look at, hey, let's, uh, let's open up this door and see what all these scuppers are about. I hope, uh, the Countess and Celine and Dorn are doing all right. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, they're just fine. I'm sure they're doing great. They're great. Yeah. So you get, you get inside the scupper den and it is, every stereotype of a rowdy bar scene that you have ever seen. People are fighting. People are screaming. Um, they're, you know, hurling drinks at each other. Uh, people are passed out under tables. In the in the chaos, Gilly's just kind of, kind of, you know, gingerly walk his way across to the uh, to the bar bar, you know, and uh, you know, avoiding. Uh, any oncoming missiles or people bobbing and weaving. Yeah, for the most part, it's pretty easy. I mean, everyone in here is just kind of a, a drunk idiot. Make so, it, make it uh, death safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, none of that. You're you're good. You you make it over to the bar, um, and you manage to avoid any sort of violence and uh, personal threats. I have a really dumb idea, but go ahead, Gilly. No, I just was going to wave uh, you and Shifty over. Um, do we want to make a scene or do we want to just or do we want to investigate? I, I, I think 
I think we should I think we should leverage the fact that Shifty's here and he knows the proprietor. Max is going to walk to the center like on on Max's way from the door to the bar. He's going to step up onto one of the tables and kind of yell, "Hey everybody, Shifty's here." <laughs> <laughs> I look over at Shifty and say, "Sorry for my friend." Everyone in the bar stops their fighting. They stop their yelling. <laughs> Uh, passed out drunks sit up with bleary eyes and everyone looks over at Shifty. Oh God. Who no. kind of looks back at everyone, shrugs a little bit, and then everyone cheers and goes back to fighting <laughs> and being passed out and drinking and carousing. Shifty. And then Max joins him at the bar. <laughs> like, that was the best. That was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Just super satisfied with himself. As as we're walking to the bar, Max is going to look up at Shifty and be like, you know, we could use a guy like you in our organization. Yeah, we are filing for a limited liability company, so uh, I think we could use some more employees of your caliber. LLC, baby. He shrugs. Yes, I was hoping. That's yes, that, that, I take that as tacit approval of your employment with us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Max will, Max will hit the bar, uh, slap down a single gold, and uh, and say, "A round of drinks for my myself and my two comrades here." Yes. Um, the bartender looks down at the gold coin and laughs and ignores you completely. <laughs> Max will look at Shifty and say, "You want you want to you want to handle this?" Yeah, I think I th- I, Shifty, you're up. It's your turn. Take take care of my light work. <laughs> uh, Shifty uh, grabs the gold coin and hands it back to you. And from his pouch, he, he pulls out um, like six really battered copper coins um, and drops them down on the table. And he says, uh, they don't exactly see gold here. Oh, I, 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 have, I, have, I have copper and silver on me. Don't worry. We're fine. How about Electrum? Do they, do they use that? I don't, I don't know that I have anything less than a gold. Like, I don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> First world problems here, Max. I haven't I haven't touched copper since I turned good. As dark creepers, we keep a lot of copper coins on us, you know. The the bartender comes over and sort of inspects the copper coins real quickly, um, and then tucks them into his apron and um, pours three frothy mugs of uh, ale? Question mark. Max will take the long pull. Uh, go ahead and roll a Constitution check. All right. Me too. I guess if I'm drinking it. No, if you're drinking it, well, yeah. yeah of course no I'm advantage. It. No advantage in the scupper den. Oh no! Yeah, none. None taken. Uh, that's uh, 16 on the dice, so uh, 18 total for Max. Gilly. Gilly got a six. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Um, okay, so oh, no. Max. The the um, ale question mark hits your mouth, uh, and some of it goes down your throat, 
and you start to throw up, but manage to swallow it. Uh, Gilly is not so lucky. Gilly drinks the, the ale question mark and spills his guts. Wait, hold on. Before you, before you go that far, yeah. I, would, I would stump that I should have advantage on my saving throw no. since <laughs> I am a brewer and also a drunken master. Oh, that's right. You've probably... Your background, you've got the brewer. In yep. fact, I believe, I don't think I can get inebriated. <laughs> you can't get drunk. <laughs> I'm sure I can get drunk. Um, I just can't. I don't know. No, I, I would I would say, my background doesn't specifically mention that, but I would say, I would stump for at least advantage. Yep, you're right. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. All right. Advantage on the concert. Yep. Yes. Okay, that's a little better. That's a 12. Okay, you swallow it too. All right. But this is this is the gnarliest thing you've ever tasted. Yeah, yeah. This this is not good. Even dark creepers don't like this. <laughs> this is like this tastes. This this tastes like fungal runoff. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you know what that tastes like? I, I've been spending too much time with Doran. Oh uh, well, you know. Fungal runoff. He does like the fungus. He's a fun guy. <laughs> So bad. So bad. That's just bad. Jason says, fun guy. Everything stops in the bar. They're looking at him angrily. And we'll cut back to Celine and the Countess and Doran. And the man behind the desk has opened his mouth and he was just preparing to speak. And he says, this could work in our favor. The Countess, when when that happens, she's going to throw her her free arm up like, I told you so. (laughs) The the guy points over at at the Countess, Knock, and he says, you're still on the list. Settle down. (laughs) She settles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He says, "This this could work in our favor. We will give you 48 hours. And in that time, if you have not accomplished what you set out to accomplish, then the full force of the plague rats will be out for you. Selene will say, understood, we'll get it done. The Countess nods as well. He nods at the rest of the people in the room. They all put their weapons away. And the guy says, now get out of here. We have other business to attend to. Other business to attend to? What? An assassin's guild named the Plague Rats? Crime families? Well, we knew about crime families, but stick with me here. Hi there, I'm Jason, uh, your producer, a.k.a. Max the Goblin Detective. Thank you for your patience in us getting this up. It was a little bit longer of an episode, and uh, with the weather here in Seattle, things have been a little screwy. Thank you for putting up with our delays, and thank you for listening. Seriously, I know we say it every week. It's always a pleasure knowing that people are out there enjoying the show. It's always really nice when we hear cool things on Twitter, when we get feedback in the form of reviews and ratings on all the different places where you get your podcasts. So please continue doing that. And if you haven't, maybe think about starting because that would be really cool. Also, as I do every week, I would love to say a huge thank you to Tabletop Audio. They graciously provide all of the sound effects and music that we use in the show for free. And it's so wonderful. I really love working with all of Tim's stuff. You can check them out, tabletopaudio.com. Like I said, 
all of their offerings are for free. And if you would like to chip in, you can. They have a Patreon that you can subscribe to. I'm a subscriber. You get all sorts of really cool extra bits and bobbles and different versions of tracks. It's it's very worth it, I think. So check them out, tabletopaudio.com. All right, this is uh, the Fabled episode number 13. Next week, we're going to be back at it with another short rest. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. And tune in next time for more mystery. The Adventure They Wrote podcast is copyright 2018 adventuretheywrote.com and is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Works 4.0 International License. That means that you can share it, and we really encourage that, but you can't make any changes to it, and you're not allowed to charge for it. If you have any questions, visit creativecommons.org.